0: So my dad got rid of his Kindle. And that's a heavy down Kindle, number two.
1: His Kindle. His is Kringle. He a little old for that. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: Welcome to the and Files podcast. <laughs> ah, you didn't catch me.
1: This is <laughs> the second day in a row. Ken dolls have come up, but I can't bring up the other conversation in real life. <laughs>
2: uh, yes you can. Uh, yes you can. <laughs> no.
1: Man, it's if we were if we were monetized, we were getting demonetized. It's unpro- We're demonetized anyway because we spanned different countries. Does not Dresden uses a kendall as a focus. See how I wrap that around? Like, there you yeah. go. Elbows, <laughs> that's a thing. Right? That's a uh, great peril. Yeah, that's big brain. Very low Justin. Right there. Well, welcome to the only podcast where you'll get Danish recipes and some discussion about magic. And where and, and it George is claimed is New York-style pizza is not superior to other types of pizza. Yeah, by flashpoint Europeans. Throwing elbows, like, Shouldn't we talk about news and tell people we're going to spoil everything like Chicago's pizza sucks? And, I would love uh, to talk about news, but there is nothing to talk about. I know, right? Apart there from the is ongoing an important... casting call if you live in California. That's it.
0: Which but... for, for, for shooting dates that have already passed.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. But also there is an imminent announcement that's been imminent for like a month. In two so. weeks now, at least. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Things are bound to be announced at some point we are going to announce what we are going to announce when we announce it <laughs> so books i hear he's written one so <laughs> we're just i've, I've right heard he's written like 20, 20 i was gonna 20. say he's written a few also <laughs> p.s if you freaking tell us one more time that it's totally coming out in april because you saw it on amazon i will hex you somehow like seriously yeah, until Amazon's priscilla or jim him. or freaking the publisher comes out and says it it doesn't matter that Every every company does it, every shop. I mean, yeah, Microsoft say, their, their does it with games, like, yeah. Like, you could tell us, hey, guess what? We hear they're making one, but we know that, right? But, like, just because it's coming out doesn't mean April, you know,
0: so. Oh, yeah. I have Metroid Prime 4 on pre-order and have since there was an Amazon discount, so. Yeah, Amazon does this pre-order stuff way early. As long as it right. exists in your consciousness, they'll take your
2: money. And they've done it before period. where they tried to pressure Jim into finishing a book faster by putting a date on it. At least that's the way he described it.
1: Oh, wow. Wait, Amazon mm-hmm. tried to do that or someone else? Or yeah. it?
2: Someone had asked something or is talking about one of the QAs. I don't really remember, but uh, the Amazon had put it out a date and it was not going to be done, but it seemed like they were trying to put pressure on him and the, a publisher to get it to that date. So I thought
1: yeah, he would be too small that, in the though? grand Amazon thing for them to even like right. want to do that or care right? Like, how, how cool is that that Amazon's like, man, we're sales are slumping. We really need another Jim Butcher book. So, you know. <laughs> you know you've made it Amazon is strong on you. <laughs> when Jeff Bezos wants more of your money. <laughs> Maybe he's just a fan. He's like, I want the next fucking Dresden book. You know, <laughs> like this comes from imagine. the top. Uh. <laughs> if he was a fan, he could fucking greenlight it for Amazon Prime and we'd he's all go sit- watch it on He's sitting Amazon. there looking at his stock portfolio like he's Farovex. He's like, yeah. yes. Well, yeah, I mean, multi-billionaires, they are no longer, like, billionaire is not a classification. You are a dragon, so. So Elon Musk is a dragon? He, he, well, he's, he's serial Thrax, but yeah, he's a dragon. And
0: today we're talking about uh, skid game, I guess. Part two of
1: 30. We made it into chapter eight. So at yeah. this rate, it'll only take us like seven shows again. So.
2: Yeah, there. right on track. Uh, right. We're, we're kind of sort of in chapter eight, cause we kind of already talked about some pieces of it. But we're going to go there anyway, because it was an easy, like, bookmark. <laughs> kind of in the middle of uh, Dresden and Hannah Hash are getting ready uh, in all their fancy clothes to go to the party. Yay.
1: And nothing eventful ever happens at parties.
2: Mm-mm. They're very boring affairs. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I remember a certain party. That was a long time ago. That wasn't really a thing. No, okay. <laughs> different party. Different, yeah.
2: Okay, it was a costume
1: party. They, they are. They tend to get more rowdy. That's true.
2: Well, at least they have aliases. It's kind of a small costume, right?
1: Is there a reference there, A pop culture <laughs> reference that I don't get? By the way. But what his name? Oberheit? Yeah, dude, you are part. You're German, fucking aren't you?
2: German, dude. <laughs> I'm not German. I'm Danish. You're German. It's adjacent. the same language. There's so much little difference. Yeah,
1: Ober like it's one letter different in English, and then height is literally the same word. So like, so he's just I mean, really I tall. guess it could have been more specific if they called him Uberheit. Wouldn't yeah. that have been literally German? So. But yeah, yeah they're yeah, just it's... calling him extremely tall. Yeah. But... All right, Mr. But um... <laughs> How many times have you read this book and you didn't get that joke? Can <laughs> you call it your favorite book? Yeah, I don't get it. I didn't get the it. The only thing and... that was holding it's it. Like, okay, so, okay. It's so on the nose that three characters say, really, Dresden, really? And he's like, I didn't come up with it. Come on, that's like five people are in on the joke and you're not. Okay, like, okay since you're comparing it to my native tongue i was like if i were to say that in danish it sounds nothing like that okay how does it say it sound in in Uh, kringle pork kringle pork (laughs) no that's that's dessert mr mr that sounds pretty close dude no again if i substituted a letter (laughs) it sounds like exactly the same thing i mean to, to be fair that name would make no sense but but if i were to translate it directly that would be like how you would say it but it would, i guess like, that's the advantage of english robbing like every other language to get you know language so but hey
2: anyway, okay. so now we, i get it okay so, so
1: we've explained the most critical joke in the entire book to andreas after it's been how many years <laughs> i mean there are it, it happens for fair britain dresden was like that's a i get this i see this as a pop culture reference or some sort of joke but i don't that's, get it that's why i try to add those to my notes usually for the director because she doesn't watch marvel or star wars movies but you know then then you like okay i will i'll bring it down an extra notch just for you <laughs> I mean that's not Star Wars related. I can't believe it. No, be no it's German like, related. Isn't. Germanic language. And I'm not sure. Okay, I had I had German in high, in school for like 3 months and then I was like fuck this shit and I dropped it.
2: Okay, on the family tree of Germanic languages, Danish is on the other side of German from English. So, like you know both of these languages, you should understand. The I, know,
1: I know they all share a root, but they all <laughs> sound very differently, even if they share the same language root. So let's let's sidestep this just a teeny tiny bit and be like, have you never heard Ubermensch or you know Nietzsche yeah, or you know? I've heard that any... before. I, I no, anyway, I just so scars and then they go to the peninsula. Oh, we're actually on the book now.. <laughs> we're trying. You know, I mean, that's literally like Valmont's opening line, I think. Like, okay, after the whole, like, there's a call for Mr. Oberheight, right? Which is, you know, the call sign for, it's a spy movie now. So spy is a genre of movie where people pretend to be something other than they are. How much do I gotta explain? Okay, anyway. Um, so- now you're, just, now you're just being toxic. That yeah. mean. <laughs> okay. I, I know it's a heist nerd. book. I know it's a spy book so yeah uh, Lashiel is totally manipulating Dresden through his stomach now because they both get there and they're very hungry Okay, mm-hmm. so, so there's a call for overheight they go into like a cubby hole or, or like a, a side hallway or some shit and have a conversation and uh, um, Valmont is like you know give me the money and he's like nope you should run and she's like i'm totally gonna burn the thing and he's like okay do it and she's like wait a minute <laughs> yeah. like also, that doesn't she wants sound her money right.
2: first she doesn't care you destroy it fine but you give me the money first right there was a small conversation between asher and dresden about how Valmont is being manipulated and it took until like the end of the whole thing for dresden to actually get it
1: that it was an audition that part or it was an
2: audition also that um uh, nicodemus is dangling the vengeance that valmont wants in front of her to make her get take the job
1: right which is is just silly because you know like she's immortal like what is nicodemus afraid of you know so like i to him it's like sure here is 35 cents you know if that's what it takes for you to take the job you know whatever but Um, what I thought was kind of interesting is that Valmont has a bunch of data that she presumably stole from the FOMOR. Mm -hmm. So they use- No, she flat out said
2: it that she stole from the FOMOR.
1: Right. But I mean, I guess what I'm saying is in presumably as in like hacked it or something, you know, like she, I got the impression she got it from computers, but maybe because I am a computer nerd. Um, and I was like, well, why would they use that? And- I guess, do they not follow the same rules? And again, why would they, like, use computers or something? But mm, maybe that's so, just my impression. Well, everyone uses computers except basically the White Council because they're the only ones that magic is a problem for. Mab doesn't use a computer. I doubt any of the fame. I guarantee you she can if she needs to. Yeah. Sure, but that's not the same thing as same does. Well, so, no, but I, I feel I'm like sure. sure I'm sure there's aspects of, like, the Winter Court that deal with that kind of stuff. Maybe she doesn't do it personally, but... <laughs> You know like we see odin sitting in front of his own little makeshift magic computer thing right we know the so reds do
2: the Fomor have know, the powers, council do. right like they're all their turtlenecks and the people like the way that you see uh what's his fucking face what silent quiet or whatever out of a ghost listen. story listen that was it he wanted so desperately to help whoever he thought was his master that he would have like hey the computers are really cool and they have a lot of information that can make you more efficient and they'd probably just bring people up to speed really fast.
1: (laughs) Hold on. Just so we're clarifying what I heard, you're suggesting that the FOMOR have computer-based training for... (laughs) (laughs) for their fucking servitors well
2: like you know if the information needs to to be a minion
1: 101 so i mean i was thinking payroll right because that's something that would be useful potentially like you could see in in the 21st century you could see troop movements so to speak and stuff like that but you full-on went all right i'm Just because the dude's name is, listen, now I'm going to have headphones, he's sitting in front of a computer, like, oh my god, sexual harassment training is not what you would have expected. It's actually quite the opposite for the bad guys, you know, so... How to do sexual harassment. (laughs) The the pivotal question is, then, what operating system are they using? Well, I mean, obviously...
0: uh, Oracle. NT4,
1: no. That's all we got. All right, so anyway... (laughs) So Valmont kind of gets hooked, but it doesn't matter so much because Asher comes up and makes a mess of the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then they kind of get jumped anyway. Yeah. You know, as the valets walk past for like the third time, and Dresden's like, "Do you fucking mind?" And they're like, "Actually," and they tip over like the whole buffet and just start like attacking yeah. them. But
2: don't the Octacons come out of the buffet like yes. they're yeah the carrying Calamari's a whole bunch particularly of particularly
1: fresh in the peninsula, so. <laughs> Octocongs. So, just for a pause, you guys all get this reference, right? Since I'm the reference guy. So. What reference? Indiana Jones.
2: Oh yeah. Octacongs.
1: Why right. did it have to be octocongs?
2: Oh, snakes. So, Got it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. Right. I didn't get it until you told me it was there, a reference. But yeah, okay. Well, there,
0: there was, a, there was a reference earlier about uh, Pitt and Clooney, and I'm sure Andres has only ever seen Oceans Twelve. So I've seen all the
1: oceans movie. movies.
0: Okay. Well, they're
1: in Oceans Twelve too, so it doesn't matter. Sure. Still disappointed that there wasn't like no pit or in the newest one. Why would? No, oh, no, we're not getting into that. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, yeah Dresden asking the important questions about like I, he has to name it because how are you going to whale on something properly if it doesn't have a name? So yeah, it's I'm, just rude otherwise.
2: Octa-Kong's is a good one.
1: Although he didn't come up with a name for the the flying monkeys, I don't think. True. He was mostly running at the time, I think. So he's mostly yeah. running every time. Right. <laughs> yeah. I I forget the line that leads up to this, but I I caught the end of it, which was lucky for me, I'm not really a subtle guy, you know. So as is they so just that- start to throw down
0: isn't that something he did with a chloro fiend back in
1: yeah was that been summer night yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: did has he has he done that sort of thing uh, otherwise besides just these well, two instances
1: he he occasionally names bad guys but he also names allies right so like that's why you get yuri instead of Uriel, and you get ivy instead of you know archive and you know stuff like that. Oh, so okay. So his naming sure. his naming isn't always in the moment like before I kick your ass, but it's it also kind of I feel like shows up with shark face, right? In cold days where he's like, I'm going to give you my name and I demand your name so that I can fucking whoop your ass, you know? And as sure an outsider enough. Also, he had two names at least. Right, exactly. So
0: sure. and then the the Tutu keeps getting new titles. I feel like there's kind of a spectrum there of kind of playing off people's names and then
1: just naming the type of thing that something is? Well so butcher butchers actually talked about it it's like Like a it's about being a wizard you know because names have power but b dresden particularly is powerful by doing it and thing and things along those lines so dresden's doing it because he's a smart ass or something like that like in his mind he's not necessarily doing it because it's going to give him extra power over it otherwise he'd probably be a little bit more creative or do it a little bit more often but it has that side effect, you know? So at least war to Jim, you know, basically. So, yeah.
2: yeah. OK. All right. So they're fighting, they're fighting right. out the Kongs. Not very subtly, the building is at extreme risk of being burnt down.
1: Yeah. Like you do. Mm -hmm. um they get in uh, like a back service hallway and basically get jumped by two dudes with uh, what he actually names the gun in this case to uh yeah m240s you know they're basically you know the big old 50 cals that you know you're used to seeing for the most part so i just it's particularly interesting because he likes to call shotguns riot riot guns and things like that like you do for you know noir style and he he usually gets maybe a brand, like Murphy uses a SIG, you know, or, you know, you get a, a caliber sometimes, but this time he's like, no, it's it's that particular. Yeah, guy. but
2: Murphy all use, oh. uses the P90, which is very specific.
1: Which I'm pretty sure he never actually names it as such. We oh, just yeah, all it's... know that's what it is. Oh, okay. No, no, no.
2: He, he named it a couple of times and then she named him Gary <laughs> or George or something. Right.
1: George sounds right,
2: but. Yeah, George. All right. And they're fighting. I don't remember if there was anything actually interesting up until, like, Asher comes by and shows how good she is with the fire magic.
1: Yeah, because she, like, explodes the octagon.
2: Yeah. yeah the heads, like it, I think Yeah. So it was extreme heat, which also required extreme precision to be able to control as well as she did
1: says something along the lines of it barely would have he barely would have believed that coming from a senior council member, Mm -hmm. you know, like that level of skill. Which I like these kind of subtle nods because it shows you the level he's playing on, right? You know, like Dresden gets surprised by some of the capabilities and even like to me, I was surprised by some of the stuff he pulls off. And so it starts to show you like he really is starting to push into that bigger league. Like this isn't like okay, we're all level five, let's go do a bank heist, right? This is like we're all level 15 to 20, like you know, mm-hmm. we have all of the tricks. There's very few people who are, we're literally the cream of the crop, right? Like in Gray's case, there's maybe two or three other dudes who could have even done what he does, let alone were available for the job, you know, type of stuff. And so it's it's kind of cool. I mean, Harry's the winter night. So, you know, he's the only one who can do what he does in that regard. You know, they would have had to find another wizard or some other nonsense mm. to do it. So I always
2: assume that Leah could have taken the place
1: possibly i yeah i'd be curious if she'd be inclined to loan her out after the whole nemesis thing so
2: or leah might want to take her own vengeance on that an extra measure of it as well
1: right
2: it would have been really interesting actually but if dresden I'm wasn't involved in this not, we wouldn't get the story
1: i know i'm like i'm sorry it's not that <laughs> book but you know <laughs> there there you go It'd be like Butchered. Please just give me like a novella of her her on a job, you know. So we win. So much fun. Yeah.
2: All right. So, uh, Asher's scary good, and then they're leaving the building, and Valmont does a really snazzy like disguise exchange. And Dresden walks out of the building screaming about how he's going to sue because he was emotionally distressed.
1: Rude a uh, wardrobe's peace of mind. Uh, don't, don't forget
0: there's, there's another cultural reference for Andreas that they have to meet meep out of there.
1: Mm. Oh, I got that one.
0: You did get that one, okay, great. You just want to yeah. make sure. You I
1: watched that as a kid.
0: Coyote and Roadrunner. Did you mean two days ago.:
1: Or is that how you learn English? Not, and I'm not talking uh, the beep beeps. I realized uh, that was a failed opportunity and a joke there. But no, I think I, I, his English cartoon where no one talks.
0: His English is much better than the coyote. <laughs> right.
1: Right. It's true. I, uh, so yeah, I did actually snazzy, learn English by watching TV. Mostly,
0: there's this snazzy quick change that
1: Anubhav does, like
0: you said, I like that.
1: I, uh, I forgot, so I was I was being clueless here, but like. Valmont does talk about like she's worked jobs for like the Spart elves and all these other powers and yeah. they do like do all this stuff and the stuff that she stole was for Harvey the banker so yeah it is financial information that she's after and like an agent mm-hmm. you know presumably whether he knows it or not he's in the mix you know so yeah which is important because that's the second job so
2: Yeah, so she stole information on Harvey from the Fomor for Nicodemus to be able to use to break into Marcone's vault,
1: right? Which hey. I, I mean, I guess we could assume that the FOMOR have the information because he's one of Marcone's dudes, right? Yeah. So and obviously,
2: everyone who has a vault there, uh, not only Hades, they might have be trying to get all the information from anything going on in Chicago, probably.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. At least in this particular instance, so.
2: Did the information have to be stolen from the Fomor, or was that maybe just the easiest way to get it? Like, I was Nicodemus trying to world? cause something with them?
1: I think, I think you need to take a step back. It's he stole it from the Fomor, so he didn't tip off Marcone. Would be my guess. Okay. Because okay. Just like they don't want to say the H word, you know, while they're planning the job, they also don't want to take a poke at Marcone so he knows something's up. It's like, oh, the one guy other than me who has access to this particular vault, I, they stole his information. I better lock him down and make him disappear, you know, so. Right, and if the whole thing is a setup to begin with, there's only so many avenues you could allow this information to quote unquote, leak out to be stolen in the first place that would not or then arouse Nicodemus' suspicions. Also, I'm pretty sure McCone would not mind, you know, taking the more down a peg. Since he's like, oh, sure. I mean, anything them. that pisses them off is probably mm-hmm. fine, but I can't wait till we have another whole thing. Like, the only thing I need to do to stop the Fomor is let you be you, Mr. Dresden. so.
2: <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, that one's yeah. definitely
1: happening in peace talks. Except he's like 60 years old and he's like, but this time I joined the fight. And he like hooks up his knives and shit for no reason. <laughs> so speaking of which... So I specifically put this note in here for you, EG. So if you hate Murphy and now Marcon so much for, for you know, being trained professionals, what do you feel about Valmont? I don't hate Marcom. Marcon. Marcone yeah, Marcon's fine. Staying there for that statement. No, I'm, so, I'm, I was projecting like, you know, when he has to hat up, when he hats up, it's a little different because it's. Like tactical and careful, and you know he had he was these seals or marines, whatever he was. He was marines. I marines, but I think they've they've said a couple of different things, but they just kind of figure marines. Right, and it's not it's not that I have a problem with Murphy's any one skills individually. It's the combination. It's the ribbon winning marksman plus a keto master plus katana expert, so on so forth, and you're five foot nothing. Like, she just stop. doesn't have a social life, dude. She's like, <laughs> I'm, and, oh, right. And you run a police department. I mean, she's been divorced like, twice. That's some, and then she's kind of that
0: she's life. off the force. She's, she's been worked with Heidenhardt. She was so, oh, yes.
1: yeah. And I'm sorry. So she didn't have those skills beforehand, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, she's she's had those skills at least since proven guilty, if not earlier. Like, she she started out as a marksman, which is part of why she had. You know her own dies all the way back in full moon so that she could make her silver uh heirloom bullets uh you know and then you start to get into i mean actually it might even be the next book um but there it's not very long until dresden starts training with her a little bit and they at least do staff work because that's where dresden learned all his skills
2: that was blood so, rights
1: okay yeah, So yeah. so yeah, I mean it's it's fairly early but the I think the reason why it doesn't bother me is because all, those skill sets other than the katana use are adjacent to real police work anyway. They're skills you'd want your local police force to have even though you'd be surprised how little most of them do have. And then the katana one could be a stretch but there is some swordplay a hobby though as well. Mm-hmm. So, well
0: yeah, I think it might go along with uh, doing the martial arts in general. You're adjacent to being around, Katana is like oh, Maybe I'll pick that up, too. Uh, well, now that I've mastered the Akito stuff. Uh, it's oh. fine. It's fine.
1: It's like when people say that Rey can handle a lightsaber because she had a sword-like weapon and a staff. These, these things do not translate over that well. I you think need, it's fine. In, in Star Wars, it the, makes sense, too. Dedicated. No, it
2: doesn't. No, it doesn't. It makes perfect sense. No, it doesn't.
1: Today
0: on the Star Wars podcast... Right? But anyway, as, as for Valmont,
1: I don't... I mean. No, fine. She's a little, I mean, she's got that attitude where she thinks she's the smartest person in the room, except she's clearly shown every time she's involved to get being manipulated, so I don't see why she should think that, but she's harmless in my opinion. I think she knows her limitations. Uh, She probably usually is, except when, like, it's stressed and related. Again, she doesn't, you know. So I mean if that's not Mary Sue for what she is, like her Right, yeah, it probably you know? is, but I don't so. I don't I don't care enough about the uh the mechanics of safe cracking to, to... <laughs> But a keto and target shooting, that's well again, that's she's just she, it's part. it's basically one thing. Like she's supposed to be this little like uh femme fatale spy insert and she just does that. Okay, fine. If she then starts being like James Bond where she becomes a wheel man and she can also, you know, like has this I don't know, take Mission Impossible and she can just like disguise yourself as anything with a mask, type, you know, if these things kept building up, that would then also be a problem. Gotcha. I mean, who says she isn't, but okay. Well, so far it has not been shown. So when it's shown, then I will complain. Right. I can only complain about so much that I think is gonna happen versus what has actually happened. Mm-hmm. Great.
2: Right. Uh, I'm gonna take so, this point, go back to the book. Uh, yeah. They so, walk yeah. out. And Murphy points out that Dresden has a hole in his leg. He got shot at some point and didn't feel it, right even though Valmont right. had seen it.
1: By a 50 cal, no less. So.
2: Yeah. And that's when he names what gun it was, From it was maybe 30 feet away. And uh, she starts trying to patch him up, and it doesn't really do much because it's a 50 cal bullet hole. Right.
1: That's that's, tough. So they go back to her place where Butters
2: meets them. Yeah. Yeah. Your
0: other favorite. <laughs> I do like the, uh, I, I do like the, you were talking about there being a setup on Marcone's part to uh, uh, Marcone and Bab to get Nicodemus and the More down a peg. Uh, they also, how, they know something about Anna Almond too, that not just she's in town, she's involved in this. So do you think uh, they're involved in getting Nicodemus? savvy to that Almond's in town that would be perfect for it how do you think they would have let, let uh, Davis know that Anna Almond would be perfect for the heist that he's trying to pull off well how I mean, you think they is already aware that?
1: of
2: her right because of death I say
1: that that struck me as something that was more yeah, oh, like yeah. him maybe wanting to involve her because a she survived the last time and that would stick in his craw and b she is actually good at what she does so Okay, have her.
2: It I mean, it's presumably
1: like she was even if she was hired the first time because they were good at their job. Well, yeah. I mean, as, it strikes me more that sure. Gray was the obvious plant setup that they were leading him. You know, whether they actively uh, made sure those other alternatives were taken or not, they, they were clearly steering towards the direction of Gray. I feel like Valmont was probably like his idea on his own. <sighs>
0: Mm. just because we know that she wants revenge too and that she'll be motivated to act against Nicodemus to some degree
1: right? and then that gives Uh, him the perfect doubt it's like well she shot me so I had to cut her head off I mean you know what am I going to
0: do so yeah Nicodemus would have his own that's true it just just seems so perfect to have so many people who hate Nicodemus having to work with him Uh, and basically everyone who hates Nicodemus lives and only people who don't like Nicodemus die
2: this book it could be something besides like
1: tessa well let's face it i mean uh, granted mab owes him a favor but i have to imagine throughout time and space there's lots of people that owe him favors that could or could not have more or less been a to dresden but he did dresden because he's got a score settle with them sure he sure, thinks sure. he's superior to him and this that and the other so that's true he, i see that. you know they play him but it's his own downfall half the time too
2: i could see mab trying to find a way to plant valmont in his mind because she wants more things that more people around Nicodemus that want to screw him and give Dresden an ally.
1: It is certainly not impossible.
0: Yeah. It just seems so perfect that they're getting Valmont, they're bopping the FOMOR on the nose with a newspaper, and uh, they're getting Nicodemus to send his goons to do it. And so they're just damaging their uh damaging their enemies and uh helping their co belligerents. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it just seemed like a nice little nice little uh move there on their part
2: Okay, so they go to Karen's house and they talk about Harvey and that he is a investment banker in various other things uh, but he seems to be clean and no obvious embezzling so he's probably reliable poor for him
1: high level functionary Harvey was the real friend we made along the way in this book
2: <laughs> I mean I felt bad for him what was that Justin? Your sound just cut out or something.
1: I can't hear Justin. It's because of the tripod.
2: Might be. I can't hear you. We're a professional podcast. We have technical difficulties.
1: That's what makes us professional. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Can we we get past the butters part before I kill myself, please?
2: (laughs) Oh, now we can hear you. What the fuck? I
1: don't know, man. It's because he's reclined. It must be. I mean, the he is really far from the microphone. Foot, like. It's like, no, it's one foot away. So it's closer than I usually have it. But, but so Butters, Butters basically gives them a whole sob story, right? So, you know, Will and Georgia wound up in the hospital. They got a daughter now. Everybody's lost somebody. You can't keep doing this to yourself because you're not healing. You're just, you know, pushing through it. You know, you're not Superman. You just don't feel the pain. Um. He gets knocked out and has a couple of dream sequences.
2: Well, there was a that thing about Pet Cemetery and wondering if Dresden came back different, especially oh. when the first thing that Dresden does when he wakes up is try to pay off a debt to Butter or not Bob.
1: the first thing he does. Yeah, it's first we had to break and enter, so... He very pointedly asks about Andy and how Butters is doing and this, that, and then Butters... Could, no, we're not... I can't, I can't... No, I'm pretty sure he didn't do that until he was prompted, right? No, he says it. He says it. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm not meeting uh, you. But, uh, I'm just. I'm serious. So. So. Uh, but, uh, yeah, because Andy was there. Okay, let's get. Let me get to work. How are you and Andy doing? Still good. Then Butter starts working on him. He passes out. You get to open your eyes, you fool. She's right in front of, and he. Bleh. Then he that he comes back to when he starts having you know am I gonna make it barring an infection super glue this that and the other thing, uh-huh. then nice. then he talks about giving Bob the skull and yeah he has a passing mention the paying off a of debt but he's still himself about it it's like nah Bob's still gonna be a bitch about this and complain it's not good enough he's still you know it's like hey I owe him this favor right. big fuck he would have said this exact same thing if he wasn't the Winter Knight yeah yeah I mean. So while Butters is the vehicle here, I I really feel like that's Butcher kind of putting that bug in your ear that like this is because it's the same thing as a cell phone use for Molly, right? Like Dresden sees the subtleties of holy shit, she can use a cell phone and she never could as a true mortal. And Butters is saying, hey, did you know you seem to be paying off debt like the Fae? And that's just more doubt of Dresden. Like, you know, Dresden's obviously being subtly manipulated by the uh, mantle, but this is probably an avenue that he hadn't considered until Butters said so. And if that if the conversation had been left in that fine they've had conversations like this before about him and his power, he's had him with Murphy great. Once you then add the then Butters has a conversation with Murphy where she's like you gotta have faith in the dude then he sneaks up and nearly costs them everything and then he gets to have a lightsaber based on fucking faith. No I'm not buying this I mean you have and you will and No, yes, I will purchase it, but I'm not I'm not happy
2: about it. Mm. This is why Star Wars is going downhill because people will still go see the movies even though they are shit.
1: Yeah, but this one's gonna make a lot less money and I'll be very
2: happy. Better fucking
1: for a different time. Uh yeah. So I mean again, you know, like fine. If they have the conversation and it's supposed to be about to get Harry to recognize things in himself, fine. It would be akin to so he sees Molly use the cell phone and he has that line where he's like, I was suddenly very worried for her. And then he follows her on a job she's supposed to be doing as winter lady. And then he almost fucks it up. But then he gets, you know, two million dollars at the end. Like, What? What? Why? You. It's, it's the epitome of failing upward.
2: Hmm. Anyway. I kind of like it when he's upset.
1: Butters <laughs> is the best character in the books. Oh, you're European. Definitely you don't know anything. Top three, maybe. So, um, okay, Ebenezer's better. But Ebenezer's Butters is better. Close. Sonya's better. Shiro is better. No no, 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 Everybody's better. Toot, toot is better. Toot, toot is better. All right. Butters' first job, he had to fight a demonic teddy bear. Come on. The Loop
0: Guru is better.
1: Okay,
0: got, can,
1: I, stop, can I? Can I? Can I have stop, Edmund stop. privileges? stop and we're 38 minutes into this and we made it like two freaking chapters. So, we made it more than that. We're, okay, we're doing we it. okay. So he he falls asleep and then Molly shows up and
2: info dumps everything that's been happening in her neck. This words. was a great uh, dream sequence to have because it's the confusing things of people running around in uh, all the various cars and traffic. It's like, why can't you drive correctly? Where the fuck are you going? Oh, where the fuck am I going? It was just a great thing to hold in my head. Not and just then Molly's there. The whole,
1: like, no, you're in my dream. No, wait, you're in my dream. Oh, wait, we're actually communicating for realsies, yeah. So, it,
2: And then a woman's it's voice on the radio. I,
1: how are you doing this? Uh, I'm not doing this.
2: No <laughs> yeah. so, someone on the radio is saying, and Harry Dresden is about to die because he's too stupid to see what's right in front of him.
1: Yeah. Molly's been attacked 50 times since the start of the year. I don't remember when does this take place? It's like it's a year after cold days, yeah, so. Yeah, like,
2: time of the like. So it would be around December, January, wouldn't it? Because cold days happened in October.
1: No, well, yeah, the wild hunt came around last time, so it was October. It was his birthday. It was literally on his birthday. Yeah, well, it's it's the thaw, right? Like it just barely started a thaw, so people could start getting to the island
2: because. Oh, good point. Yeah. Right, so, so, it's it's like, all, like, so it's probably like
1: February or whatever.
2: March-ish, probably. Maybe even. Yeah,
1: okay, so she's been attacked 50 times in short order but she's okay because they're just totally just feeling her out not trying to gank her
2: yeah well she's very accepting
1: one stone if they kill her fine then she wasn't worth it and if they don't well bully for them they have a competent winter lady for now right and she's under the polar ice caps with whatever that wizard that was offhandedly mentioned in
2: summer night i'm sure is that actually didn't someone ask jim about that and he said it was something completely different but
1: I feel like there was a lot of crosstalk Because I feel like she was also Supposed
2: uh, You cut, cut, out. Out. You cut, out. cut, cut out. out She was supposed to be What I seem to recall
1: he did mention That that one was part of a short story And I thought it was going to be part of Cold Case But it wasn't so I don't know I mean, under the polar ice caps, and he's down there, and she was down there, so it just—I feel like people are going to make that connection, regardless.
0: Well, is it possible that it's through the Winter Mother or something? There's some connection that they have through the power of Winter, and the Winter Mother arranges them the top or something like that. Uh this the I only one who would be able to overrule
1: Mad. Star Wars, because isn't that literally what Snoke does? Well, yeah, that was a joke I made—that it was for Skype. For oh, it? it was like them talking. Seriously? But I don't. I, no, I don't know that it has to be any sort of like games that somebody's setting up this connection over one over the other i mean molly's uh already predisposed to this kind of magic so even if she's just like outwardly doing something and dresden maybe his id is picking up on it and trying to force him to realize shit
2: and uh, i think the the four Skype thing i think Mab deliberately caused it because this it's was entirely her play.
1: possible no i was not going to say no But, I mean, it's also the kind of thing that, you know, we know Molly has to help him later, but, and they have that discussion about how Mab kept her busy, but there's, I mean, yeah, I guess to clue her in that she's got to finish up quickly and be back,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: that'd be fine. Either way, I doubt it was Mother Winter. (laughs) I mean, she just can't do that kind of stuff. She can, but she's
2: not allowed. Mother Winter would probably say if you can't get yourself out of the situation, you don't deserve to be the Winter Knight.
1: And I would, I, I would, I wouldn't want to be in her dreamscape. That's that's a great <laughs> way to be a boss, right? It's just like if you can't solve it yourself, you don't deserve your position. I don't want yeah. to do anything, obviously.
2: Okay. And then after the driving around in the blue beetle, that's no longer alive. Dream. He thinks he's awake and has another dream.
1: A dream with God, energy. Damn it, Two Justin! You he can't hear me. Two levels. <sighs> Exceptions yeah, that shit.
2: Yeah. Uh, this dream section with Karen, it's like the first time I was reading it, I was like, "This can't be happening." He doesn't get to have happy moments. He really doesn't.
1: It would have been great if it did happen because then they could have killed her in this book. That would have been nice. I, I just thought it was awkward. Well, it's Harry and sex. Of course, it's awkward. <laughs> So true. You know, the whole getting murdered at the end. Yeah. That was just rude. <laughs> it's very uh, praying mantis.
2: I was going to say, it's very Tessa. But it didn't seem very last year, so it seemed like a very bad dream.
1: Yeah, even looking back, it doesn't like... Mean, I mean, obviously you see the, the, the eyes and, the, and this and the other, but... Yeah, It was, it,
2: much, uh, thought of like was, it was
1: probably of. just his id, you know, like, just showing. Yeah,
2: I'm was. sure it was. But his id needs to work on how to formulate a message.
1: Well, his id tells him he can't just do these things. He can't, you know, this is what he's reduced to. This is what he can do. His id is too powerful, so he can't just come out and say things. Well, <laughs> no, Harry's stubbornness is too <laughs> powerful, so he can't penetrate it. Is that a pun? Which one? <laughs> Never mind. So so after the dream, Murphy actually then comes into the room, and they have a nice acknowledgement and conversation about how they're going to talk about this after. Yeah. And then the donuts. Yeah. Because we're yeah. not Freud enough yet. We need donuts, so... <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Damn it. We're going to kill Ben. I mean, Ben's like completely confused. He's just you. Just watch him as he starts to explode. He's turning redy. He's swelling up. Oh no. Avert your eyes.
2: Okay. And
1: But he's okay. like you were when you were leaning away from your mic. Look at him. He gave him the vapors. Oh, I do declare. <laughs> for the listeners, after the fact, this is a lot better with video. <laughs> We you know, we, you, we we also put this out with no video, so it might not have made a lot of sense. Because yeah.
2: All right. Benjamin
1: so, is gestulating with his face right now. That's that's, that's why it sounds like I'm talking to myself. You are talking right.
2: to yourself. Okay, uh, we have made it to chapter 15, and this is when we have a conversation about the goats in the pen and how they've Seriously? been disappearing. Hold on,
1: hold on. You can't just skip over the donuts.
2: The donuts like- are not. Yet. The they're best- not plot relevant yet. Yet. What? Really? It's the donuts
1: are after the conversation out. We with have.
2: Marco. All right, all right. But goats are
1: important, man. Goats. No, because they didn't go into my notes, so nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, because they're not gruff, so they're not the kind of goats that matter. I like just goats. Sticky. They matter. Oh my goodness. All right. Continue. Take it from the head goat, they don't matter. <laughs> I mean, they're literally red shirts, right? They're just there to die. Yes. Even though none of them died. I mean, they were
2: eaten. The no, goats were eaten.
1: Ones, I'm saying, like, the competent goats with submachine guns. No, yeah. They don't die.
2: They did have the iron poisoning, though, which, according <laughs> yeah, to Tiny, they, it was worse.
1: It's worse because, like, you know, it's like a billion paper cuts, but it's not worse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Nicodemus did not tell anyone what was taking the goats, and it's freaking out all of his tongueless red shirts and justin like needles them because of course he does yeah
1: gray right
2: yes and and then there's the donuts and he sits down with a pile of donuts and asher has one and no one else really cares and then gray is there and they start posing at each other
1: oh that's right i was thinking about the burgers is after with michael the Donuts of Darkness. Even right, yeah. Which can only be Saving them. Cleansed in the fiery belly of a wizard of the White right. Council. All right. Now we can go. You feel better? The important stuff. Yeah. You feel better? We talked about the Donuts and Dresden shitting them out later. Oh, yeah. So, anyway. Um, I almost I almost did a, a turbo flush joke. But in, in any case, like, they kind of start getting all antsy, right? And almost do, like, the pull guns on everybody thing. And then Goodman Gray's just totally sitting there chilling
2: yeah, like so. everyone is all tense and uh, ready to fire at something. But they don't know what. They're just freaked out and Gray is as relaxed as he could possibly be.
1: And then Dresden does the whole like reached into his coat and, Ha-ha! and throws a file down on the table. So
2: yep. Just to see everyone twitch because you can. Right. All right. Yeah, and then
1: Pretty much immediately, like so. Spoilers for those if this is if you haven't read this or this is your first time through, right? So you find out much later in the book that there's a code that Goodman Gray and and Harry have worked out and everything, and so like that starts out immediately. And basically, the entire rest of the book is Goodman Gray going now, now,
2: now, now. I think the first time he actually used it was when they were in the car, um, surveilling Harvey because in this they're just like acting at each other and Gray likes to flirt with Karen and shit like that. And then in the car, when Harry was saying we don't kill Harvey because he would be upset about it, uh, Gray turns over like, wizard, does this actually matter to you? And he says, yeah, it does.
1: Well, he uses Uh, the term once in this conversation now. Yeah. He he Uh, says, wizard, was I now, or something like that. Yeah, I wasn't actually talking to you, wizard, was I now.
2: Yeah, but that's not actually, like, that's not the code. It's just saying it.
1: They don't actually follow the code to the letter most of the time if you look at it, right? So it's just wizard is the start of the sentence, and then, you know, Dresden. So, because Dresden's answers are always supposed to be one word as well, aren't they? The first
2: word of the sentence that he replies with is the answer, so yes or no
1: or not yet, which not doesn't make any sense, you know? So that's yeah. why I'm saying like, not yet is the answer. So, cause there are, there are loads of instances like it's not yet. And then he goes, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'll kick your ass later or whatever. But Goodman Gray only cared about uh-huh. those two words. So right, I so wrote I almost mean, this all is, of them down. So yeah, I was going to say this could count because this is like, okay, we're here at the stage point. Is this where we're going to fuck them over?
2: No. Uh, all right, next it didn't really seem like that to me when I was listening through this time. Okay. That's why
1: it's a code. It's so great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, it's like, seriously, you've been here for two minutes. You want to whip them out already after they've established that they're not actually going to throw down?
1: Right, right. Fun. And that's that, that adds like an extra whole layer to it, too, like watching the whole thing, because... Goodman Gray also hasn't actually worked with Dresden, right? I'm sure he knows about him by reputation, but there there are several times where like Goodman Gray acts surprised, and I think he's legitimately surprised, and he's legitimately like maybe he can, or maybe he would, or you know something like that. When they're when they're posturing and doing some of these other things, there are plenty of times where he doesn't seem to care mm-hmm. uh, because Goodman Gray knows he's a total badass, so he's not going to be pushed around and intimidated either. Um, But there there were definitely some times where I I saw Dresden kind of like push him, make him blink or something like that. So he's either an amazing actor, which I'm sure he also is, or, you know, just totally was kind of taken aback by like, wow, your reputation really is deserved. You really do mouth off to everybody. Sure. I mean, let's face it. He's been hired. Dresden hires him with like Odin Say So. So Odin's also vouching for both of them to each other. Mm -hmm. And he knows Harry's mother, if not personally, at a minimum by reputation, but almost certainly personally. Right. And, you know, all the stories throughout the years, he knows who he's playing with in Nicodemus, so.
2: And however old Grey is, we don't know that, but he's certainly been around for a really long time.
1: Yeah, he's old, old. I mean, Jim has mentioned the Monsters LLC could go through time, right? So, I mean, we're talking hundreds, if not several millennia that would be I'd, fun i'd say easily hundreds for sure yeah. yeah well i mean even if he's only half of, uh, what was Shag nasty two, two At least, millennia he's yeah. 2000 give or take so gotcha.
2: okay so they discuss harvey some more and uh gray says that they need a sample so they have to go get it Uh, Other people are going to do other prep things, like uh, getting weapons, how to get into it, and whatever spells that they need of, like, one someone needs to make a lot of noise and someone needs to open a wall.
1: Right. Yeah, Asher is their breacher. Uh, Murphy is helping Binder with the guns,
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: stuff like that, so.
2: Yeah, Valmont has a thing of, this uh, safe has never been cracked before. It may not be possible just to make things tense.
0: Right. I do think it's interesting that uh, Asher, who we you know already has the coin at this point, uh, knows enough about Dresden to say, oh, that's loud and obvious. That sounds like Dresden to me. And if she just met the man, even just seen him once, she might've come
2: to that conclusion. Well, oh, that's exactly what else. he did at the party, right? It's oh, that is, yeah, loud it is, and obvious.
0: Well, right, right. But to know that's his character, that's exactly what he is. Uh, That—that—that's There's a kind of confidence behind that kind of assessment. That I think is not just based off one incident but maybe that might be a reach on my part.
1: Well I mean, yeah, she's also been fed, I'm sure, information or at least from a certain viewpoint for all these weeks and months that she's been in denarian.
0: Right exactly, or even straight from Nicodemus.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll be talking to this uh, wizard and he's an idiot and, and plus she Whatever. would have gotten it from binder. I mean, yeah, he's, he, 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 I mean, he has a reputation in the community in general, right? Sure, but I mean, she's got uh, you know, she's got first-hand experience from a bunch of different ears to tell her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Her eyes, rather.
2: Okay, so people have assignments, and Harry and Gray and Deidre all get to go on a field trip to find a sample of Harvey.
1: Yay.
2: All right. You are muted again. <laughs> i
1: think he's doing it on purpose now <laughs> i think he's just miming
2: yeah uh, gray seems confused forward. by literally driving around in circles because harvey's office is shared with a bank in a building it's like oh right we need to to, to not draw too much attention because banks have security and they find a spot and they watch the building and they wait
1: Yep. They, wait, they, wait, they wait and they wait and they wait and they conversation about whether or not they're going to kill him and he does his other wizard thing is it important for you to
2: keep this man safe and he says yeah and then he's all sarcastic yay that was so easy to change your mind mm-hmm. because yeah because he has to be sarcastic well oh, yes mm-hmm.
1: and then mommy shows up
2: it's never a good thing to see your parent in a surprise visit when you're an adult that's just what I've learned you want warning to deal with that. Yeah,
1: less so when she's a nearly two- You need to she clean your monster. apartment.
2: Yeah. Okay. And uh, Deirdre says the thing of uh, she was supposed to be in Iran and then shuts up because she wasn't supposed to be saying much about it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Grey impersonates Nicodemus to be able to Delay it a few minutes. Harry goes and tries to save Harvey, and Deirdre's supposed to be doing the talking and tests. that also do the delaying. All right, and Harvey is extremely confused when his computer does the blue screen of death as soon as Harry walks into the room.
1: What? <laughs> is that that's there right where he's like, what? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because computers aren't supposed to crash exactly when you need them not to.
1: Or microphones to work when they're supposed to. Well, one of those is a problem of the murphonic field around Harry and the other one is a problem of proximity for someone who doesn't want to sit forward. (laughs) (laughs) Two different issues. Anyway, so lots of running, lots of screaming, lots of this.
2: then there's another one of those pop culture references of come with me if you want to live, right? That I got terminated. that one, okay?
1: <laughs> Thank you. You open the door for this. <laughs> the Oberheim thing is not a pop culture reference. So no, so what it's it, what a language
2: is reference that's so obvious?
0: <laughs> so so what what is the pop culture reference there, Andres? Come with me if you want to live. What is that from? Terminator. Okay,
1: great, you get that. Technically with... it's T two, but you know, whatever. Uh, of course, it's the second one because the first one is the bad guy. I thought uh, the first one it, like... Kyle Reese says it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, okay. uh, it's in the first one. Yeah. yeah, but that doesn't count because nobody references it in response to Kyle Reese. Come yeah.
0: with me if you want to leave. Because it's more fun Dragon to do an Arnold accent. references the first
1: movie, so if you're that's true. the second uh, movie, uh, the,
0: Terminator uh, movie. the Terminator movies all have the same plot, they're all the same story. They're not. <laughs> you clearly haven't watched the newest one.
1: Oh, uh, oh that's true, Audrey I have not. Hawk is a t2 reference uh, come with me if you want to live i mean yes people are referencing the second one but no i'll be back as come. a t1 reference yeah the, so they do it in both as well then so yeah there you go it's just right, like i a bad feeling of, like a bad feeling about this in star wars like everybody says it at least once in the trilogy so. that's different no <laughs> I mostly remember the second Terminator, though, but that's probably because the first one came out before I was born, I think, or around so, when I was born. First one came out before all of us. So did Star Wars. Before. Well, they did.
0: They don't have VHS or DVD or Blu-ray in in uh, Sweden. No, so. they currently
2: have VHS in Sweden. That's Netflix true.
0: They just got it. They just got it last year.
2: They just don't have Netflix.
0: No, they have the mail in Netflix.
1: <laughs> I think I saw. I think I watched Terminator Two before Terminator One as well.
2: Well, that's your fault for going out of order, you fucking heathen. A, I was a
1: child. I'm pretty sure it was just on TV. Right. Most people
0: they, have a new, they have a new streaming service in uh, in Denmark, Disney
1: Minus. Actually, we don't have any Disney anything here. It's gone. Anyway, two minutes. Do we got anything else we can cover? In two
2: minutes? I don't know. Maybe we should save the fight scene for next time.
1: There's a bunch of ghouls and they fight and Harvey dies at the end. Hey, that's, that's and And Dresden is sad. He's, He's he, sad. Dresden is anxious. Dresden no fights what really like really badass and loose like fights until he can't yeah. like uh, stay awake anymore. Dresden could literally have the perfect day where no nothing goes wrong. Zoo day could have gone perfectly, and he still would have had angst.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I really like this book, but there's just so much just stuff before the final climax. It's actually exactly like a heist story because it is one. Where it's just boring for about an hour, and then the last half hour it's all the good parts. And so this is like uh, it's fine, but then once you get to the vault, that's when it really takes off. And everything up to it is just build up. Just
2: uh. um, aren't most books build up and then climax? Isn't that the the structure that you learned in like third grade English?
1: No, he wants it to be like changes where from the very jump it's you know Harry they took our daughter.
2: Ah! I mean. That's fun, too. Mm. But still, it has the build-up up until fucking Chichen Itza. Ooh. Yes. He, basically, what he wants...
1: He wants Endgame before you get, like, you know... Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, that's what the Winter DC uh, film... That's is what better.
1: No, no, no. I, I, I
0: like a... Like a uh, turncoat. Turncoat is fantastic because it's not so much about a uh, slow buildup. It's about investigating each of the players and coming to the... Uh, dramatic conclusion at the end so there is setup and payoff and yeah, that's, that's structured one all it starts with a that always right exists. At the
1: beginning so you're already heightened to that oh i suppose that's true if this one had started off with uh, you know fucking a spirit burst forth from my head and that was weird you uh, probably would have thought you know this like shit was going down a little more
2: well mm-hmm. we're pretty so. close to an hour you want to plug the <laughs> shit
0: Sure, uh, thank you for watching the Dresden Files podcast, a presentation of the Broken Jars Network. Uh, we have all sorts of podcasts and only one of them is about the Dresden Files. Uh, for example, there's High Fantasy on Hiatus, but check it out in the backlog. Did uh, we that we're gonna
1: plug that
0: one anymore? Oh, well, I just did, so watch it. Uh, there's also, uh, what, what's the other thing? Oh, Great Scott, It's it just had its last episode, right?
2: Um, they're going to, really. They're going really to?
1: And
0: so it's a really uh, opportunity
1: the, the, uh, they don't then go into the uh, Back to the Future movies.
0: Well, they're looking at what they might do. Uh, maybe shows might look at uh, shows that only lasted a season. They don't know what they're gonna do next, kind of but thinking they just finished
2: we should have a podcast that is just uh, pop culture, the podcast. And so just talk about whatever the fuck you want. All about oh, it. Okay. bring our so like, drinkers on, he'll get all so the like, references. Exactly.
0: So like the nerd crew. So maybe we'll do the nerd crew. But in any case, we got uh, we got all this stuff uh see, it was a, a sim talk it was about very professional podcast about very professional simulations
2: they don't have uh, volume issues on their podcast because
0: <laughs> they don't <professional know>. <laughs> uh and then oh also hey check out the links below in the stri- description below for uh drive through rpg and other and the patreon and stuff because yeah we gotta we gotta pay some bills so uh, help us pay a few little bills now that google hangouts is kaput uh and what else? Preferably with oh, double, whatever we're asking for. DM's Anonymous. So
1: Andreas, talk to us about DMS DM's Anonymous. This, I, if you want to hear about what was the latest episode, it's the same thing as the last last two times. Oh. We haven't we haven't recorded. <laughs> There's <no> Hooray. <laughs> but if you want to if you want to hear about dungeon mastering uh or game mastering for uh tabletop oh, RPG pen and paper games, we have the we have a podcast.
2: Where would
0: we go? Ever. Maybe maybe we could have a whole episode of this nerd podcast on the leaks to Rise of Skywalker.
1: That movie comes out uh, in like two minutes. There's one that's thing to do it.